Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. It's Asia Marie Bethay here, certified coach and therapist. And today what I want to share with you guys is a broadcast that I actually filmed on Periscope and it's entitled Trauma, Pressure, and the Holiday Season. All right, so I hope you guys enjoy. I want you to remember if any time while you're listening, you're interested or something that I say resonates with you and you say to yourself, look, I want to talk to her. I, you know, I, I want to ask her about my situation. I, I want to work with her. Go to my website, www.ashabethea.com and book a consultation with me. It's free and we can talk about what's going on with you where you are and what you need all right it's easy to do you don't even have to talk to me to do it go on my website and book it from there and i'll get the notification and we'll be good to go all right oh one thing that i want to say i've noticed some people when they book their consultation that they're not checking their email when you book your consultation make sure you check your email because i'll be sending you an email directly afterwards all right all right guys i hope you enjoy the broadcast First of all, God bless you all. I hope everyone is doing really good today. I hope you're feeling good. I hope your holiday was good. Okay? And that's part of what I want to talk about today. is trauma, pressure, and the holiday season. Okay? So, I know that for a lot of people, myself included, the holiday season was usually a really, really difficult time. Um, the holiday season was usually a time of stress, a time of anxiety, a time of pressure, a time of just, you're just stressed out, okay? Because a lot of us have family situations, which is good. A lot of us have family situations <laughs> where we have been through trauma, or we have family situations where we've been mistreated, We've been abused, we've been hurt, we've been lied on, we've been neglected. Whatever the situation, you hear my dog? Do y'all hear my dog? See, I'm gonna have to kick her out because <laughs> she's loud. But um, a lot of us have been through things with our families and because of those things, when it comes time for the holidays, we're not as excited as everybody else. We're going through it. You know, and the time leading up to the holidays is a very stressful time. We're procrastinating, we're avoiding, we're not making plans, or we're waiting to let other people make decisions for us because it's too much of a stressful time. All right, now people who know me, you know that as a coach, I help stuck people get unstuck, specifically stuck believers, get unstuck, okay? And a lot of what is keeping believers stuck is family issues and trauma. <clears throat> it's a really big deal and a lot of people are finally beginning to talk about it if you check out there's this um therapist her name is dr kelsey she's online she's on twitter um she talks about it a lot her whole thing is childhood trauma the reason why i want to talk about it is because childhood trauma can keep you stuck 
Okay, childhood trauma kept me stuck for a long time. Childhood trauma, you know, I had eating problems for years. I was depressed. I was suicidal. Um, I was dealing with all types of fluctuations, unhealthy in my mood, you know. Exactly. Go to my website and book a consultation with me. It's free. So just so we can talk about what's going on and figure out what you need. So with the family trauma that I was going through, I also dealt with abuse and neglect. And so a lot of those things clumping together, especially from such a young age, this is why trauma is such a big deal. Because especially if it's, com it's what we call complex trauma and therapy, it's coming from such a young age that it literally begins to shape and mold your personality and the way that you think and even begins to affect the way that you regulate your emotions from a young age. And so when you're growing up and you're becoming an adult, when you've had childhood trauma, which we call complex trauma, nine times out of 10, yeah, I've dated it. Thank you for noticing, that means a lot to me. Um, when you are growing up with childhood trauma that is not being processed and not being dealt with, what happens is nine times out of 10, you become stuck, just like I did, all right? You become stuck in your development, you become stuck, especially in your confidence, because all of this is coming back to the fact that you didn't have a strong foundation from which to build yourself as a person, from which to build your, 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 your self-worth and your, your self-concept, who you felt like you know you were, you knew you were, what you felt like you were capable of doing, how well you felt like you knew yourself. Because often when there's childhood trauma, good. When there's childhood trauma, what you often, what a child often does, and this is why I love when people talk about childhood trauma and they always reiterate that what happened is not your fault. Because as a child, what happened was not your fault. You were a child and you were under the care of someone else. But what happens is as a child, children most often make sense of things by trying to fix things. And often when things don't get fixed, children attribute the issues to themselves. And they say, well, if I was good enough, mommy would be nicer to me. Or, it, you know, if I was better at what I'm trying to do, they would have stayed together. Or if I didn't do this, this person wouldn't have misused me or abused me or hurt me. Or this or that or this or that. You know, because as children, you're still developing. And so you, you, the way that you reason and process things together to make sense of your environment and the pain that you're experiencing is not always healthy and is not always fluid with what's really going on in the family. And even as you get older and you realize, okay, this person has an issue with this and they have an issue with that and they were doing this before I was even born, da da da, da. Even though you learn more knowledge, sometimes it doesn't always sink in and help you to still get rid of the root of that I'm not good enough or the root of that this was my fault or the root of you know, whatever it was, whatever lies the enemy told you and you believed as a child to help you get through what you were going through. <clears throat> so the reason why I want to talk about all of this together, especially with the holidays and pressure, is because this time is pretty triggering for a lot of people. I mean, I was just triggered right before, you know, Thanksgiving. I had a really, really, really tough time. Um, but I want to share with you guys some of the things that God has shared with me that I teach with my coaching clients that helps me not go back to that stuck place. Because with childhood trauma, you have to be careful. It's not a one-time thing. Usually it's a process because different things will come up and they might 
trigger you or they might remind you and you might find you know your old self pulling you back into fear into anxiety into stress into believing the worst about everything before it happens into feeling like you're not safe into feeling like you're a victim into feeling like you don't have control so you have to be on your game so a couple of things that i'm going to share with you guys first of all is pray pray for yourself pray for your family you know y'all know i love jesus y'all know that's how i do that's where i'm at so i never i I pray to god i never forget to point you back to god and tell you to pray because god is the one this holiday season the lord allowed me to see you're being pulled back into the old you and i delivered you from that you're no longer you know in fear you're safe with me i've got your back don't listen to those lies and go back to that place just because of the holiday season. Just because there's so many things you feel like are out of your control. Just because you don't know who's going to be in the house. Just because you don't know X, Y, and Z. Don't forget who you are. You're not that same person. You're no longer that child. So a few of the things. So I first give glory to God. That means you're walking in condemnation. I used to do the exact same thing. So what I'm about to share is going to help you. A few, of, a few of the things that I included um, in my coaching packages, if you go on my website, I think I said this on a previous broadcast, all of my coaching packages are literally things that God revealed to me and that I had to walk through to become unstuck because I was dealing with childhood trauma. I was dealing with rejection and abandonment. I was dealing with abuse and neglect. And I was dealing with a very dysfunctional home environment growing up. And it just kind of put it into a lot of things. Okay. And so God had to literally take me through a lot of different journeys to get unstuck. I was stuck for years. Y'all don't even want to know how long I was stuck. I was stuck. <laughs> I was stuck. And being stuck doesn't necessarily mean that you're cooped in the house. And you're not doing anything. And your life is totally falling apart. Some of you, you might be like me, but you're high functioning. And so you can tell yourself lies that you're not stuck because you still go to work or you still do what you got to do. So are you really growing? Are you really progressing? Are you really happy? You know, has that area really been healed? Or are you still, if we really dig into some places in your life, are you still stuck in that same place? Okay. Oh my goodness. Why do you believe that? That's a lot from the enemy, child. Don't believe that. Um, but so let me share with you some of the things that God brought me through. These are the coaching packages. But I'm going to touch on some of the ones that are um, that are related to what we're talking about. So when it comes to childhood trauma, listen to me. Identity. All right. When you're triggered by childhood trauma, recognize that what's happening is that you're having a, a slight identity crisis. All right. The you that you used to be is pulling on you. The child that used to be in danger is pulling on you. You know, the person that used to be abused or, you know, at the mercy of their family, that person is pulling on you. But that's not who you are as a child of God anymore. But when those things start to pull on you, like I shared with me, you might start regressing back into that person. That's not who you are anymore. So that's one of the things. Uh, I think that's my first package is identity in Christ. So I'll just name the packages. Identity in Christ. Um, taking the authority. All of these might be related to this, actually. Identity in Christ. Taking the authority. Um, challenging the victim narrative. That's a huge one when it comes to childhood trauma. 
if you were traumatized as a child, you most likely have grown up with a victim narrative like I did. And it's not your fault because you were probably victimized. You know, someone wasn't taking care of you the way they should have, or they weren't, you know, nurturing you the way they should have, or they weren't protecting you the way they should have, or they weren't providing for you the way they should have as a child. But the reason why it's such a, it's such a damaging, it can be such a damaging thing is because you don't have that much control in that environment. And so as a child, you're automatically at the mercy of those who are supposed to protect you and provide for you. And if you're not careful and you were traumatized as a child, then you'll grow up still with that mindset that, you know, I don't have what I need and I can't give myself what I need. And I have to look to someone else to give me what I need. But then if you're also not careful, you'll go and look for people subconsciously if you're not healed because you want them to give you what you need, but you'll look for people who will be similar to your family. And there will be people who will not have the capacity to give you what you need, but you'll be drawn to them even more because they're allowing you to relive that childhood traumatic situation where you have to work so hard to get love or to get your needs taken care of. And you still don't get it because now you're thinking that love is something that you work for and that you earn. Anyway, so don't get me started. <laughs> so we've got um, identity in Christ. You must learn who you are in God if you were traumatized as a child and the holiday season is triggering you. You are not that child anymore. You are not that person anymore. You do not have to live in fear anymore. Okay, identity in Christ. Taking the authority, victorious warfare. All right, you're not a victim anymore. You don't have to take life laying down. You don't have to allow certain family members or certain family environments to continue to just crush your peace and your sense of self and your happiness. You don't have to do that anymore, but you're going to have to take the authority. You don't have to allow, you know, those, that spiritual warfare to just continue to beat you down. And so in that package, I teach clients who really need it. How do you begin to take the authority? Because when you know who you are from your identity in Christ, you know what you want and you know what is yours already. You don't let nobody just come around just taking from you and beating down on you. You know what I'm saying? You don't let the person just come and just beat all down on you like that. Absolutely not. Yo, my phone about to fall, chap. Um, but when you don't know who you are, it's easy to be scared to take authority. You know, it's just like how someone mentioned earlier, they feel ashamed when they pray. It's hard for them to pray. You must have forgotten who you are. Maybe someone has not taught you. The Bible says there's no condemnation to them who believe. The Bible says we can come boldly to the throne of grace and receive help and mercy in time of trouble. I might have quoted that wrong. Receive help in time of need. <laughs> um, but God loves to hear from you. You never have to be ashamed to pray. I used to be like that. God is sending over you, waiting for you to pray the wrong thing. And you're like, nope, get out of here. He's not like that. He loves to hear from you. He loves to talk to you. So... Um, your identity in Christ, taking the authority, challenging the victim narrative. We talked about that already. Um, faith. Oh my gosh, faith is such a big thing. I never wanted to deal that much with faith, but God showed me that I needed a lot of work with faith. Because when you have been traumatized or when your family life has been dysfunctional, it takes a heavy toll on your faith. Faith is not just, oh, magical belief, just. Okay, the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
So faith is like a double whammy. On one hand, faith is your hope and your confidence in God. That, okay, God will take care of me. God loves me. God's here for me. God has good plans for me. I believe great things can happen in my life. I believe, you know, that's the best about my life and about my situation. I believe the best about if I have to go visit family. I believe that I'm safe. I believe that I'm taking care of da, da, da. And faith is also action-oriented. So you got the hope and the confidence, and then you got action. Because the Bible says, faith without work is dead. So... Faith is also, because I believe that I'm safe and I'm fine, and, and because I'm a new creature in Christ, I'm going to set these boundaries and I'm going to have peace as I go. Or I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Or I'm not going to lay in bed all day more. I'm going to do this, that, or this because I believe in what I'm praying for. Your belief should affect your actions. But a lot of times when we've had... 19 years, but still, without even noticing it. We all sin without even noticing it. You're beating yourself up a lot. If you were my client, I would I would put you in the challenging the victim narrative. And we would just go there because you remind me a lot of myself. And you're beating yourself up a lot. And I want to tell you something about um, beating yourself up and having a victim narrative. <clears throat> You are working in tandem with the enemy to beat you up. Because the Bible says Satan is the accuser of the brethren. You know, I don't know if you guys have read the story of Job. Hey. I don't know if you guys have read the story of Job where Satan went before God and accused Job in front of God and asked for permission to go and run upon him. That is what Satan does. Now, we have the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, our legal advocate. Because the thing is, when you are sinning or living in sin, technically, the enemy has legal rights to you. <clears throat> but because of what Jesus did for us, okay, he's the only one that could have done it because he's the only one who could have fulfilled the law perfectly to usher in a new covenant. Now we have the Holy Spirit, which is our legal advocate. So even if Satan goes before God on your behalf, like he did Job, it's not the same anymore. Because Satan said, Satan can say, look, they're doing this and that and this. And you know you don't like that. And you're a holy and just God. And you know you can't abide sin. So I would be justified if I attack them here or if I do this. And how are you going to tell me no? Because they're going, they're acting outside of your will and outside of your word. This is why it's very important for you to get serious about your walk with God. But then the Holy Spirit, Jesus, is our intercessor. They say, <laughs> well, stop being like Thomas. You know, Thomas finally believed. So actually be like Thomas. <laughs> and go ahead and start believing now. What's holding you back? But Jesus and the Holy Spirit as our intercessors can then come and say, yes, this person that just said that, he did this, and he did that, or maybe he's ignoring me all the time, or maybe he still sins and he doesn't even know it. But he's my child. Father, he's your child. He's been saved. He's washed in the blood. So even though he's not perfect, Father, you said that it would be my righteousness. This would be Jesus talking that Jesus would be like, Father, even though he's not perfect, you said that it would be because of my righteousness that he would be made righteous. So, no Satan, period. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I want you to go to my website and book a consultation with me so that we can talk, okay? 
because um, it's time for you to come unstuck. You're stuck. You're you're stuck in this cycle of this this victim narrative, and um, <clears throat> it also sounds like your identity in Christ has taken a hit. Maybe you've been through some things, and some things have gone on to the point where you've forgotten who you are in God, or maybe no one ever taught you. Um, and maybe some things have happened that have really just kind of beat you down. And um, I feel for you because I've been there. Um, so, like I said, feel free to go to my website and book a consultation with me. It's free. It's for us to just talk about what's going on with you and figure out if I can help you, what you need, what I would recommend, um, and whether or not you would actually be interested. Um, and if you felt his power all the time. So, the Holy Spirit is always with you. I just want to remind y'all of that. You are never alone. The Holy Spirit is always with you. Engage with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I just say, hey, Holy Spirit. (laughs) It's the Spirit of God. Oh no, you can, I have, um, I use, you know, those, those free conference lines. So it's not going to charge me. It'll, um, if you book a conversation with me, I'll send you an email and please check your email. (laughs) If you don't have an email, you have to let me know that. Um, but I'll send you, you know, when you book it, I'll, I'll send you the, the conference line information. And so, it, of course, it's not my personal information, my personal phone number, because I would say DOD. Um, but it's, it's through a conference line, and that way you can still do what you've got to do, okay? Um, and if that doesn't work, I'll leave that. I can use Zoom, too, but the conference line works fine. Um, but engage with the Holy Spirit, Okay. Just the Holy Spirit, it's not some weird thing like Pastor Friendly Ghost, that's ridiculous, okay? The Holy Spirit is just the Spirit of God. You know, that Father, Son, Spirit, okay? Um, just, you know, the Bible says the Holy Spirit is your comfort, your helper, your teacher, the one that leads and guides you into truth, you know? Engage with the Holy Spirit. Just say, Holy Spirit, what should I do about this? Or, Holy Spirit, you know, which way should I go? Or what do you think about this? You know, and I did a broadcast a while ago. I think it was called, Is God Trying to Get Your Attention? And so if you don't know or you're trying to figure out how does God speak to me, that broadcast might be really good for you. Okay, because God is always talking. He's always trying to get your attention. He wants to talk to you more than you want to hear him. <laughs> so we just have to plug in. We just have to get tapped in. We just have to engage. Okay? Because God gave you free will for a reason. He's not going to run you over with a truck. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's, the Bible says, I, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man will open the door and let me in, I'll come in and I'll fellowship with him. So I just want you to, I know this is off subject, but I just want you to like reflect and be more be more aware when you're going through your daily life. Is Jesus knocking somewhere? You know, when you first lay down, do you... Oh my gosh, y'all. Oh my goodness. Y'all didn't see that. Is Jesus knocking? <clears throat> um, oh, there we go. That's better. 
It's because I was knocking. But see, Jesus is trying to disrupt your life like that. <laughs> He's trying to knock, you know? Sometimes when you get those little feelings or you feel drawn some type of way, but you just ignore it, I know you got me ready. I didn't know it was going to fall. But when you, those little things that we usually discount or we ignore, you know, typically we say something like, I don't know, something just told me to, or something just, or da 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 Listen to the Holy Spirit. He's trying to talk to you. He's trying to have a, a more intimate relationship with you. So, um, yes. Were there any more packages? I know that we talked about um, when it comes to childhood trauma. North Carolina. <laughs> when it comes to childhood trauma, right? You got to learn or relearn your identity in Christ. Okay, or you'll be like I was right before Thanksgiving, getting sucked back into anxiety, getting sucked back into worry and fear. That's not what your culture is about. Says I've not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind, self-control. All right. So identity in Christ. And then we also talked about taking the authority. That's my second package. That also has to do with childhood trauma, because you have to understand that if you're dealing with childhood or complex trauma. All right, you got some spirit, you got some warfare going on, and that's why in that in that package I teach my clients how to engage in victorious warfare biblically. Because if you have childhood trauma, that means the enemy tries to come in and attack you early. Because the advantage to attacking someone early is that they haven't fully developed yet, so you can you can influence their development. You can influence the way they think about themselves, the way they think about life the way they think about God, okay? So victorious warfare is a huge part of that. Challenging the victim narrative, all right? When you get triggered within the holiday season as a result of childhood trauma, I want you to put your binoculars on and start looking for that victim narrative of what you're telling yourself that's keeping you stuck. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You came in a bit late. All right. For those of you who are new, <laughs> my name is Aisha. I'm a Christian certified coach, and I'm also a therapist. And um, for those of you who've never been on a broadcast of mine before, I'm from North Carolina. And what I do is I help stuff people become unstuck. Okay? I was stuck for a long time as a result of childhood trauma, as a result of just traumatic experiences. If y'all hear all that noise, it's because my dog is rude. She's very rude. She is scratching and everything. But um, yeah, and so now what I do is I help people become unstuck with my coaching. Therapy, I only practice in the state of North Carolina, but coaching, I push everywhere. Um, usually it's virtual. And for those who are interested, um, you just go to my website and the first step is you book a consultation with me and it's free. In the consultation, we just talk about, um, alrighty, have a good day at work. Be blessed. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Okay. I care about y'all. Y'all have a good day. Seriously. Um, and if it's cold outside, don't forget to wear a, a scarf or something. People are getting sick, y'all. People are getting sick. So... If it's cold where you are, don't forget to wear a scarf. Um, but so yeah, so 
Um, I help black people get unstuck because I was stuck for a long time because of a lot of things that I went through. And as a believer, it was even harder feeling like, wow, how is it that I'm stuck when I serve God? You know, is my faith not in place? You know, am I not, you know, it's something wrong with my relationship with God. And God showed me, right, God showed me that the, the packages that I named literally, those were the things that God taught me how to walk through to become unstuck. You know, I had to relearn who I was in Christ because I was walking around defeated. I was walking around, you know, just beat up. I mean, feeling beat up by life, feeling beat up by circumstances, you know. So I had to relearn who I was in God. And then I had to learn how to take the authority. I had to stop just letting life and circumstances and situations just beat me up. And I had to learn to stop beating myself up. All right, and that leads me to God also taught me about challenging the victim narrative. Okay, because when you have had a history of being let down and being disappointed, being taken advantage of, that is like just a sweet spot for the victim narrative to just flourish. All right, but the victim narrative will hold you back from progressing in faith, it'll hold you back from progressing in life, it'll keep you stuck. And then God also taught me, um, matured me in my faith because when you've been disappointed and when you've been let down and when you have excuse me have had unmet expectations your faith takes a hit and you need your faith all right you need your confidence the bible says cast not away your confidence which has great recompense of reward the bible says without faith it's impossible to please god thank you you need your faith. But what the enemy wants to do is through things that you've been through and ways that you've been let down, he wants to attack your faith. Because you need faith to operate and you need faith to please God. If you don't have faith and you just believe the worst about everything, that's grounds for depression. That's pessimistic. That's, that's blocking your own blessing. You understand what I'm saying? So then that's the other thing that God told me about was faith. And then also vision. Vision, 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 all right? Because a lot of times when you're stuck, when you're depressed, you know, when you're giving up, you know, when you're just ignoring issues that are going on in your life, you don't want to think about the future because it hurts. You know, you thought about the future before and you try to take, take steps towards what you wanted and you failed and it didn't work out. And so it hurts too much. I remember there was a time period where I even stopped just setting goals. I used to be the type of person, you know, love planners, just bought too many for what and I stopped using them but love planners and journals and I would set goals and be so excited and I would take my goals to God and be like God this is what I want this is what I want to do and may your will be done and all this and I would just be so excited and it got to a point after being disappointed so many times and after not understanding what's going on and just being hurt I stopped setting goals I don't want to set goals anymore because I didn't want you know to be let down I didn't want that time to pass and then feel like, well, that didn't work. I failed again. So with vision, in order to become unstuck, I got to teach you how to start believing again, how to really start to think about again, what do I want? What's my next level? Where am I right now in my relationships or in my life or in my career or wherever it is that I feel like I'm stuck? And where is it that I want to be? Because if you don't know where you're going, You'll just go anywhere. And then you'll be upset again when it's still not what you want. 
But you have to be the intentional one to identify what is it that God has for me and how can I move towards that? No matter, regardless of what's happened in the past. And that's why, honestly, the packages work together. But I split them up because oftentimes a lot of people have particular areas where they are really struggling and where they really want some help at, okay? So, like I said, they're on my website and, you know, it's very genuine. They're all things that God has brought me through. And um, so they're, they're all things that I'm, I'm very familiar with. And thank the Lord, you know, God has given me the victory uh, to be able to help others. So, um, I think, y'all, I promise you, I think it's, it's time for me to eat breakfast. That's what my phone keeps telling me. Um, I think that that'll be just about it, you guys. Does anybody have any questions? Of course, God is giving me a heart um, to really uplift people and to help them. Um, because when I was going through, I used to pray that God would just send somebody to help me. I didn't understand. You know, and so I wanna, I wanna, I wanna help people. <laughs> I wanna help people. Um, now, um, 